السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما رسائد الشريف اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد From the many adhkar, words, statements and recitations we use to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without being condescending, patronizing, uh, or without putting ourselves down, we don't remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as much as we are supposed to. MashaAllah, there are some, but I'm just talking in a general sense. We don't do as much dhikr as we should. However, from the adhkar, if there is any one type of dhikr that many of us do use, however, it's used in the wrong place generally. So we misuse it. It's la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Many people who might not be accustomed to sitting down or not necessarily sitting down, just sparing some time and making dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a daily part of their lives. One dhikr statement, sentence, recital that many of us do utter is la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. When do we normally say it? When do we normally say la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah? Huh? When someone's done something wrong, say la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Oh? Sorry? Or you might see lightning, or again, it's out of like, you're expressing kind of a feeling, you're scared maybe, right? When you're scared or when you're angry at something or you're, you're expressing your disgust at something or someone's done something wrong or you come across something that's inappropriate, indecent and you know people, and you say, and this is very common. The ulama tell us this is the wrong usage of la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. This is not the time to be saying la hawla. When you hear tragic or bad news, what have we been told to read? Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. If you've got fear inside you, you say hasbunallahu wa ni'mal wakil. You're amazed by something, you say subhanallah or mashaAllah. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. We are actually use, misusing it. We are using it in the wrong place, thus not deriving the immense benefits that la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah has. Therefore, in today's short period, inshallah, I would like to discuss a little more in detail about this very, very powerful statement, which we are misusing at the moment, how we can understand it, what are the benefits of it, how we should use it, and how it can become Insha'Allah, by the end of today, it will become your go-to dhikr at the time of need, difficulty, worry, 
concern, especially during this COVID-19 pandemic. We should have been using this all along and throughout our lives, inshallah, we will realize. So let us try and get a deeper connection with this, a greater appreciation of this. Let's start with the ahadith. Abu Musa radiallahu ta'ala anhu, it's a lengthy narration regarding the time of Khaybar. I'm just going to skip to the part that's relative now. Abu Musa radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he says he was riding behind the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and some of the sahaba started making a type of a dhikr. So he says, I started reading la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam was in front of me. He sallallahu alayhi wasallam heard me saying, La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. And then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, after hearing me saying this, he said, Abu Musa, shall I not tell you something which is a kanzun min kunuzil jannah. It's a treasure from the treasures of paradise. Shall I not tell you a treasure from the treasures of paradise? Abu Musa radiallahu says, Oh yes, O Prophet of Allah, please tell me. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam then said to me, La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah kanzun min kunuzil jannah. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah is not just a sentence. It's not just a dhikr. You don't say it when you're frustrated and angry. In reality, what is it? It's a treasure from the treasures of paradise. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Very powerful. And there's not one hadith. There are many narrations like this. This is one narration. We find another narration. Sayyiduna Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu. He says, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Akthiru min qawli la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Continue to repeat in large numbers as much as possible. Continue to be plentiful in the recitation of la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. We just see it as a one-off. You're scared or you're worried, or for example, you come across something and you think it's a bit indecent. And then that's it. The Prophet ﷺ is telling us it's not a one off dhikr that you do. Make it something that you repeat a lot of times. And then he went on to say, Because is one of the treasures from the treasures of paradise. Similarly, the Prophet has advised us. So we understand that la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah is something that we need to immerse ourselves in. We need to engage with la ilaha illa la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. When? At what times? At all times. So prior to engaging in something that's going to be a challenging task, every one of us on a daily basis, we carry out many duties, many activities. And many of them were worried, am I going to be able to do this? How is it going to work out? Will it work out? Will it not? Is this the right choice I'm making? So when you are in that situation and you're unsure, before you're about to start anything, La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to, how am I going to do this? What's going to be the result? 
Will it work? Will it not work? Before you start, you're worried. You're in that situation. You're facing a challenge. Start reciting. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Come on, let's recite. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. I can't hear you. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Then, you're in the middle of your task. You're in the middle of your challenge. You're in the middle of this whatever you're doing whether it's a financial deal whether it's a marriage whether it's something to do with your children and their school whether it's your homework whether it's your assignment whether for example you're carrying out some task for a relative or whatever it could be you could be in the middle of something and you start feeling vulnerable you start feeling weak you start feeling hopeless and you think i can't do this what's going on now and you start thinking like what's the next steps how am I going to see myself through this? I've started it, but now I feel I'm stuck in the middle. Before COVID-19, everything was fine. Now this has come. What, what am I going to do? How do I find a way out? So in the midst of everything, when you're feeling vulnerable, you're feeling weak, you're feeling down, you need a pillar of support. What do we start reciting? La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah la hawla wa la I can't hear you la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah and then once the task is over or for example you hear of something that has been completed but you're not sure about the outcome or you hear that something has been completed there was an incident that took place and it wasn't as you expected it to be Again, once the incident is over, repetition, engage yourself. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Because now you're feeling powerless. You've done what you could do. What was in your means. But now the result is not in your hand. You're feeling totally powerless. Where does power and might come from? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at that time a person engages in la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah so before you start something in the middle of something at the end of something engage and immerse yourself in la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam wants us to recite this every single day he sallallahu alayhi wasallam shows us when you leave your house we've just left our houses and we should have recited something. Some of us did, some of us didn't. But I'm going to show you how powerful this is. The Prophet ﷺ advises, when you leave your house, what should we say? You step out of the house. What should you say? Bismillahi, tawakkaltu ala Allah. Then, la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Here again. When you leave your house, you say, Bismillahi, tawakkaltu ala Allah. لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله. Do you know what happens? Do you know what happens if you read this? As soon as you many of us read it, but we didn't think. We say it, but we're not thinking of what we're saying. How powerful is لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله? When you stepped out of your house and you said بسم الله توكلت على الله. And those who haven't said it yet, say it now and then, insha Allah, every time you leave your home, you should say. Bismillahi tawakkaltu ala Allah la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah a group of angels comes and accompanies you number 1 so these angels they come and they are now with you and the angels give you three very powerful and special duas they say to you hudita wa kufita wa buqita 
The angels, they gave you dua because you said, La hawla wa la quwata illa billah when leaving the house. You know what the angels said? Wherever you are going, may you be guided, may you find your path, may you find your way and not get lost. Number two, kufita. Whatever you are going out to do, may Allah suffice all your needs. And number three, wawuqita. Wherever you may go, may you always remain protected, may no harm come your way. Shaitan comes and even Shaitan says to the other Shaitans, how are you going to overpower somebody who has been guided, who has been sufficed and who has been protected by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let's go away from here. We can't. This person is untouchable. Untouchable. What is the power? La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. So when you're leaving your house, Bismillahi tawakkaltu ala Allah, la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. We find from other narrations when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creates an angel. When an angel is created, remember these angels are created only to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is no aspect of evil, disobedience or breaking Allah's command. Nurun, they are created from light. They are totally pure and submerged in the obedience of Allah. Upon the creation of every angel, the first words that they utter are La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. It says there are eight angels that are holding up the arsh and the kursi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what is their recital? The ahadith mentions that the angels that are holding and carrying the throne of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they are constantly reciting La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. This is why we find another narration. The Prophet ﷺ has told us, Shall I not tell you of a statement that comes from directly beneath the throne of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Min tahtil arsh. On one place we find, Kanzun min kunuzil jannah. And in another hadith, the Prophet ﷺ is saying, Shall I not tell you of a statement which comes directly from beneath the throne and the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? The Prophet ﷺ told us, what is it? La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. So, la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah is from a very lofty place. It's from Al-Jannah. It's from the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's one of the treasures from the treasures of paradise. And shall I tell you something even amazing, even more amazing what you've already heard? And I believe that from today onwards, inshallah, this is going to become your go-to dhikr. Wherever you need anything, any incident, any issue, any condition, any circumstance, any problem, anything you encounter in your life, once you hear this, you will want to turn to La Hawla wa La Quwata illa Billah. Shall I tell you? The Prophet ﷺ has said, whenever an abd, whenever a servant of Allah says, La Hawla, Allah always responds to you in a very special way. Like Suratul Fatiha, we find in the authentic narration, when a person recites Suratul Fatiha, on every ayah, Allah responds to you. Say, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Hamidani Abdi, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, Majjadani Abdi, Maliki Yawmiddin, Athna Alayya Abdi. On every ayah of the Quran, when you recite, Allah responds in Suratul Fatih. It's a conversation, it's a dialogue. Similarly, when you say, La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah, Allah answers you immediately, 
each time you say it, Allah responds. What does He say? You say, La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. The answer comes from Allah. Aslama abdi wastaslam. Aslama abdi wastaslam. You say, La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Allah says, Aslama abdi wastaslam. Why? Because. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah is a complete affirmation of the power of Allah and it's a complete negation of your own power and showing and expressing your weakness, your incapability and your humbleness in the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Totally, like we say, la ilaha illallah. Like we say, this is why la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah is so powerful. Just like we say, La ilaha illallah, La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah, you are negating, you're cancelling yourself out, you're annihilating yourself, you're saying to Allah, Oh Allah, I am nothing, my knowledge is nothing, my power is nothing, my contacts are nothing, my money is nothing, my position, my status is absolutely nothing. Oh Allah, I am nothing, and you are everything. Allah loves this. This is Iman. This is La ilaha illallah. This is Tawheed. This is why this is powerful. When you cancel yourself out, and COVID-19 hasn't taught us this, the relationships we've had, we thought they were so reliable. Many relationships have broken. Many marriages, you thought that, you know, this couple are never going to separate. The job that you had so much conviction on, that I've been working in this place for 25 years as a manager. Nothing's going to happen to me. Even those people have seen that when the tables turn, okay, people were in well of conditions. Sometimes people thought my family unbreakable, unbreakable. My children will never go against me. My neighbor, we are best friends. Never will he betray me. But we have seen that hope, true hope, can only be had in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because these, everything around us is, is, is unreliable. They are all movable. If there is only one being which is immovable, regardless, you could bring a storm, you could bring COVID-19, COVID-20, COVID-22, it doesn't matter. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is immovable. Nothing changes him. A storm, a recession is not going to change Allah. Your friends can change. Your wife can change. Your children can change. Your financial situation can change. Your company can change. Your surroundings, even you can change as a person. How many of us changed many of our views and many of our ideas and things that we held on so dear to maybe just a few months ago. But we've had to change everything, the way even things that we believed in so strongly. We never thought that we'd do certain things. But we've had to change. If there's one being that doesn't change, regardless, no storm, no hurricane, no tornado, no earthquake can change Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why is la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah so powerful? Because it's teaching you and I to drop our reliances on everything and everyone around us and rely only on that one being who cannot be moved who cannot be shaken, who cannot be changed. And when you rely on that one being, you are guaranteed whatever you're asking from Allah, He will definitely give it to you. Whatever you're seeking, Allah will definitely fulfill. 
Thus, anyone who is sincere in reaching out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah always responds to them. Allah always fulfills their need. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always answers whatever they are seeking. So why is it that la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah? You say la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala responds, Aslama abdi wastaslam. My servant has totally submitted himself to me. He has given himself up to me totally. Hence, he or she will find what they are searching for. Why is it so blessed? Why is it so lofty? And what is the meaning of la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah? Very quickly, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiyallahu ta'ala anhu, he gave us an explanation. What does it mean, la hawla? Normally people just translate there is no power and might except with Allah. What does it mean? Power and might, are they interchangeable? Is there a deeper meaning? Hawl means to change. Hawl means to change. And it means that Meaning no one can change your condition. No one can stop you. You cannot stop yourself even from the disobedience of Allah, except with Allah's help, assistance, and protection. And wala quwwata illa billah, there is no power and might. What for? Wala quwwata ala ta'atillah illa bima'unatih. There is no power, there is no might that can assist you to carry out a good deed except with the permission and the divine assistance from Allah. This is why, when is another time we are told to say, La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah, when the mu'addin calls out the adhan, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, ashhadu anna Muhammad, when he says, Hayya ala salah, what should we say? La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah, Hayya ala al falah, la hawla, we are saying that the mu'addin is calling us to salah, even though you're hearing the adhan, you might be walking to the masjid, you might be inside the masjid, even then we say, La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. My feet are not taking me. My brain is not taking me. My heart is not going. My body is not taking me. If anyone is taking me to this salah, it is only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I am totally incapable. Even my own heart is not in my condition. Thus Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made many du'as. But if there was any one dua he made the most, somebody asked one of his wives, O Ummul Mu'mineen, our Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made many, many duas. Is there any dua you would say that he made the most? This was Umm Salama radiallahu anha. Questioner is Mu'adh radiallahu anhu. She says, yes, there was one dua he made the most. And that was, Ya Muqallib al-Qulub, Thabbit qalbi ala deenik. O converter and changer of the hearts, keep my heart steadfast on Islam. So even our own hearts are not in our control. Thus, la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. You are affirming, and when you're saying la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah, you are saying that my sickness cannot turn into health except with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My poor condition cannot become rich except with the permission of Allah. My sinful condition cannot become a condition of obedience without the assistance of Allah. My dishonor cannot become honor and respect except with the permission and the assistance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My sorrow will not be changed into joy, illa billah, except with 
the divine assistance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Remember every, we said, La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah is ganzun min kunuzil jannah. It's a treasure from the treasures of paradise. And every treasure of paradise that we have in this world leads you to having an aspect of Jannah in your heart. And that is, could be Sakina, it could be contentment, tranquility, it could be finding peace and solace. What is La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah going to do for you in this world? Two things I'm going to mention upon which I will end. In one narration we find, La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah is a cure for 99 ailments. The most lowest and simplest form of them is worry and depression. Many people nowadays, or nearly everybody is complaining of some sort of stress, depression, tension, anxiety, grief. The easiest way to remove this is constantly engage yourself. La hawla wa la Recite with me. La hawla wa la I can't hear you. La hawla wa la illa billah. La hawla wa la illa billah. La hawla wa la illa billah. And secondly, the greatest thing, it's a kanzun min kunuzil jannah. What is that paradise feeling that Allah will give you in this world? Allah will allow you, Allah will allow you to be more balanced in your temperament, in your relationship with other people and your circumstances. Because when you say la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah, you will stop relying on people, on money, on your position, on your job, which is all movable, all changeable. And then you will move and shift your trust, your reliance and your hope to who? Illa billah. On Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who is unchangeable, unshakable, regardless of what condition comes. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the true understanding of la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah and give us the ability to implement it in our lives. Wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.